you need motivation and inspiration to get you off the couch and boss up? We've got you covered. Welcome to the Build or Destroy podcast. Self-improvement, education, business, relationships, financial literacy, investing, and doing for self. Let's do this. Here's your host, Anthony Barber Jr., a.k.a. The Builder. Now, in this episode, we're going to be talking about mental fortitude when it comes to investing. And I chose the topic of mental fortitude because I noticed there was an extreme gap in the market when it came to this very subject. You know, I see a lot of individuals, you know, on, you know, Reddit, Discord, uh, you know, iHub, you know, all the usuals. Um, and nobody really, you know, emphasizes the fact of being mentally strong when it comes to investing. You know, in fact, you know, a lot of the grief that people suffer is because of it, you know, they lack this very trait. You know, quiet is kept, you know. Uh, you see it all on the message boards. You see it all on Twitter. You see it, you even see it on YouTube. Like a lot of influencers, a lot of these, you know, uh, people with these high follower counts, and things of that nature, they never really emphasize mental fortitude and being stable and being logical and analytical first. You know, all they do is say, don't panic sell, right? Like we always heard that, right? Don't panic sell. You know, if you panic sell, then they take your shares. If you panic, like nobody wants to hear, you know, the house is on fire, you know, after the house is ablaze, man. Like, nobody wants to hear that shit, okay? Like, people need to understand that this game, above all else, is mental. It's mental. Purely. It's, it, it, it takes an analytical mind. It takes a logic person. You know, type personality, I should say. And this is my opinion, but... I'm going off of experience and I'm going off of trends and and what I actually see in real time. And I've seen an enormous amount of people get wrecked and their portfolios blown up in 2021, you know, because they jumped in the game when the Fed literally had instructions to pump money into the market non-stop for an entire year you know now you can blame the pandemic and all that we'll get in and we'll get into all of that too and that's what that's a whole nother topic for another day but the fact of the matter is the fed literally pumped money into the stock market every single day for an entire year so if you did not make money especially in the last year which was 2022 I don't really know what to tell you because we actually had a four-year bull run from 2016 all the way to 2020. 
Like you could have made plenty of money, like a, an enormous amount of money, retirement money, generational wealth type money. You know, if you would have had the right mindset for those four years, you know, instead of letting emotions grip you. Now, I talk about mental fortitude in this episode because it is what it is. Like nobody wants to lose money, but the market doesn't care about what you want or what I want. It is what it is. You have the hedge fund argument, you know, the GME AMC thing, the, you know, the apes versus, you know, the hedges, you know, the common man versus the man, you know, the little guy versus the big guy, David versus Goliath. Look, man, all those narratives don't really matter at the end of the day. Like what matters is like making sound investments, ill regardless of manipulation, ill regardless of what the market is going to do. Like these, these hedge funds, like they've been in business for quite some time and they do a really good job at taking money from people. If you let them, you know, if you, if you take everything on a minute to minute basis, day-to-day basis yeah you're going to get wrecked mentally emotionally everything is going to just be upside down topsy-turvy for you because you're looking at it under a microscope you're literally you're literally looking at the money under a microscope you're not you're focusing on the money and not the investment so honestly i'm not going to say you deserve to lose money but you know um a fool and his money, you know, will, you know, you know what it is. You'll, you'll be parted from that. It's going to get taken from you. That's like making money without a plan for the money. What's the point of wanting a million dollars if you have no fucking plan for the money? What are you going to do? Just put it in the bank and let inflation just eat away at it? What are you going to do? Oh, you're going oh, to be one of the rare people that can just put a million dollars in the bank and just live modestly, right? You're not going to go buy a Rolex or a Lambo or, you know, a, a giant house that you can't even clean. You know, you just going to just splurge it, right? You Or, or you're just going to sit on your hands and just stare at it. That's what you're telling me. Come on, man. Be real. Like, have a plan for everything you do. Write shit down. That goes back to the whole, this whole topic is necessary. That's why this is so necessary because planning is essential without planning is you gambling like don't gamble with your last bit of money in the stock market and you have no clue on what you're doing you have no basics you never learned how to walk but yet you think you can fly you never learn how to walk you don't even know where to start the due diligence process you don't even know how to vet a company you don't matter of fact, you don't even care about the company. All you care about is if I put money in, do I get money immediately right back? Do I get an immediate ROI? Like that's that's cool. In a hyper bullish market where like you sneeze on a stock and it just runs for no reason. Like those days are done, man. In my opinion. The days of just like any old thing running for no reason just garbage stocks being 
pumped up, you know, by hedges and, 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 and vicious promoters and all this shit. Like, it's it's coming to an end, man. Like, you're going to really have to get down and ugly with this game and put both hands around his throat. Like, you're going to really have to get grimy. And you're going to have to be able to walk away from the damn screen. Like, do you know how big the planet is? The planet does not revolve around the opening and closing of the stock market. Like you have a bigger thing going on outside. You have a bigger life than your computer, than your portfolio. Like learn to make a sound investment. An investment where you know it could it could possibly take a year. You have to really go there with yourself. Like a lot of people don't want to go there. They don't want to, they don't, you know, I get it. You know what? And I get it. You want to quit your shitty job. You can't stand your boss. Your co-workers suck. You're tired of coming in making the fucking donuts. I get it. I do. I get it. But if I told you, hey man, I'll give you a million dollars in two years. I just need you to wake your ass up and go to work and make these donuts. But I but I'm but I got a million sitting on the table for you, you know, after two years. You'd go to work. You'd go to work with a smile on your face. You'd be the best employee. You'd be punctual. You'd be diligent. Respectful, kind. You know, good team player. All that all that good stuff that they, you know, that, that's in the policies and procedures of all these companies that they want you to buy into. Like they you would actually you would be the model employee if you knew you had a a pot of gold waiting on you. But see, that's the thing about investing. And that's where this mental part comes in. You have to be able to have conviction in your investment to the point to where you can block out all the bashing noise. You can block out any negative sentiment from family or friends or anybody like you have to be able to have that investment so crystallized in your mind to where you know the ins and outs of it. You are in everybody's business, the CEO, the CFO, the CTO. You know where they went to school. Like you learn about that company. You learn about that investment, that piece of real estate, everything about it. To the point to where nobody can shake you. You 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 know about it. You're familiar. You're mentally familiar with it. You've analyzed it. You you've overanalyzed it. So that nobody just talking trash to you. No news article can necessarily rattle your cage. This is what made Tesla investors so so successful. Tesla didn't turn a profit for a decade. A lot of people forget that. They act brand fucking new. It's like (laughs) they didn't turn a profit for a decade. People literally bought, accumulated, held that stock for a decade before they got paid. They had to go to their shitty job. They had to talk to their boss they didn't like. They had to talk to their coworkers they didn't like. They had to go cut the grass on the weekends. They had to go and do family time. They had to live life. But they had faith 
in the company and they had faith in the vision and they had faith in the CEO. As radical as he is, especially now, like he pushed the envelope. He's an innovator. He's, he's a fire starter. The people that actually had the same type of mentality is, 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 is Elon made money with Elon. The people that were too caught up in the day-to-day price action and the, I mean, Tesla was the most shorted stock for years. The most shorted stock. Literally, Wall Street hated it. They hated it. Why? Because there was a lot of things at play. For one, he was going he was going directly against the big three. The cornerstone of you know the industrial revolution, car manufacturers. He was going, he literally took it to their teeth. Like he he said, no. I have a better product. It's more innovative. It's more cool. You know, yada, yada, yada. He went down. He's like, and I'm and I'm coming for you. Ford, GM, you know, Chrysler, like all these these manufacturers have been around for man. They, they they've been around from day one. From day one. So, yeah, of course, they hated they hated them, too. It's direct competition. It's like, who the hell are you to come out of nowhere and spout off some so many things like you're going to just topple us like he's literally like a, a human being talking to a, a t-rex or three t-rexes at that saying no i'm gonna eat you like you know how you know how radical he was to do that to go from paypal and you know it work and you know, he, he started a rocket company, man. Like the dude, come on, man. Like he he knows talent. He knows how to hire talent. He knows how to put the right pieces in place. He plays chess, and so shall you, if you want to be successful. This is just my opinion. You know, take it with a grain of salt, or don't take it at all. Like I said. I'm only here if I can help one person with this information, with my philosophy on things. And I feel like I did my job because you might, you know, a lot of people might say my style is unorthodox. But in, you know, the words of the late, great Jim Kelly, it's effective, though. You know, focusing on mental stability and being able to walk away from a you know from a car wreck and turn and turn your eyes to something positive and and ignore the smoke and mirrors of it all will actually lead to great progress in the future a lot of investing is future based trading is moment to moment it's like you're you're focusing on every breath you're present but that's stressful being present in life isn't, but being present in a system that's literally rigged can give you a fucking heart attack. Like, and and I know a lot of people feel like they're badass traders. You know what I'm saying? Because they're 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 so technical. You know, and it takes a lot of discipline to be technical. It takes a lot of discipline to read a chart, to study a chart, to analyze a chart. I'm not taking anything away from like purists, like people that really get down and dirty with the charts like i know some really nasty traders that are like they're 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 badasses but they're 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 more the exception not the rule 
99.9% of people that try to be like these people aren't going to be like these people. They're not. You have to play to your strengths. Which you And you have to find out what you're good at. That's the thing. Find out what the fuck you're good at. Yeah, you have money. If you have a job where you can literally supplement your income, you're dangerous. Why do I say you're dangerous? Because you can supplement your income. That means you have money left over that you literally don't have any purpose for other than either saving it or spending it. It's supplemental. It's like it's extra. You're dangerous. You're more dangerous than somebody, you know, with a lot of. uh, Let me see a lot of resources, a lot of time on their hands. You're just as dangerous as that person because you have leverage. It's many people that have a lot of the know how, but they have none of the money. They have the time, but they don't have the resources. Like they're miss, they're always missing something. But the person that can literally easily get a ticket into the game right away is the person with supplemental income. So yeah, having a job is good. Having a side hustle is good. Anything you can do to bring extra cash flow into your household is good, especially when you're into investing of any kind. Because that's less money that you're taking off the main stack for bills, medical expenses, food, emergencies, etc. That's extra that you have to play with. And when I say play with, I mean that shit because this is a game. It's a very dangerous one, too, if you're not mentally strong. And I want to give you an analogy right quick. It's the bamboo analogy, the bamboo tree analogy, right? There's a story of a Chinese bamboo tree, right? And it takes a long time for it to actually like sprout out of the ground and start growing, usually around three to five years. But during that time, you still have to nurture the damn thing, meaning you have to water it just like any investment. You have to pay attention to it, pay attention to the CEO. Pay attention to changes in management. Pay attention to additions in management, acquisitions, mergers. What are they doing? Put an eye on them. What are they doing? Scrutinize it. Scrutinize it. Not in an overbearing way where it's like you're making demands because you can't you can't speed up the flow of time. Some of these things take time, but you can be scrutinizing in such a way that you're always vigilant of what's going on with your investment at all times. You have the internet now. You do not have you do not have the same luxury of making an excuse that your father and your grandfather made. Like there's a reason why Warren Buffett had to read all those damn newspapers. Like he had to do it old school. He had to really be a thinking man. This is why he's a legend in the game. Not because he's a great trader. No, because he's a great investor. It's a difference. Dude's a billionaire from investing, not from trading, okay? Like, he's a billionaire from investing, taking his time, being methodical. The dude's a shark. He is a shark. Kathy Wood is another one. She's just, she's 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 the new radical of, of, of Wall Street. You know? 
a female style Warren Buffett for this age. Like she invests in all the stuff that people call her crazy for investing in, but she makes hella money. Hella money, man. Because she's methodical. She's analytical. She's data driven. She's purposeful. All her moves are exact and on purpose. And she only makes a move when it's absolutely right. No matter what the hell the market is doing. And she doesn't care what the market is doing. Ill regard of what somebody thinks she should do. So this isn't a this isn't an episode where I'm telling you what to do. This is an episode where I'm simply asking you. To cut the emotions off. Leave that shit at the door. You know. Yeah, nobody likes to lose money, (laughs) but the market doesn't care what you want at the end of the day. And you only lose money if you sell your investment for a loss. That's a loss. That's losing money. But do stocks go down? Yes. Is there bear trends? Yes. Is there manipulation going on? Yes. Do companies with tremendous amounts of potential float under the radar and are tremendously undervalued by by the stock market as a whole. Yes. A, a lot of companies that aren't, for example, in sexy sectors, right? Like, like for example, crypto and blockchain is, is ridiculous right now. The, that's the hot sector. And then you have sectors like artificial intelligence, virtual reality, augmented reality, nanotech, you know, uh, the new semiconductors, uh, then you have renewables, you know, solar energy, wind, uh, you know, lithium ion batteries, you know, for EVs, everything branches into something, right? But then you have certain companies that deal with, you know, marginalized categories, in my opinion, like education, like, how would you, why would you marginalize a company that deals, that specializes in education or educational tools, or apparatus that, that helps students learn in a more efficient environment. But it's not sexy. It's not something that everybody talks about at the water cooler at work. Like, oh yeah, you know, this I'm loving this new these new technologies that they're coming out for the kids. Like nobody really people act like they don't even care about their damn kids. But you know, that's another conversation for another day. The point is. You have to be able to find those diamonds, those untapped companies, those companies that are literally undervalued. Those are the ones that are like the bamboo tree. Those are the ones that might take a little bit more time that you than you like. But when that shit takes off, when you see that little a little leaf, a little sapling start to sprout and then all of a sudden. It grows 60 feet in a day. Don't act shocked. Because the person that invested three years ago, they were nurturing that. They were watching it. They were keeping track of the soil. They were looking at foundations and acquisitions and partnerships and talent being put in place. Our patience is always being tested. Our efforts are always being tested. 
watering water it water the plant water the seed you don't know what's going on underneath the surface yes these are public companies but you're not allowed to have all the in, you're, in, you're not an insider you don't have all the inside information that's why it's an equivalent of a plant you plant the damn seed which is your capital into the soil hopefully it's good soil which is the company and you watch that mug and make sure that those roots are developing and the root and they're showing you the roots these companies will show you their roots how many let's see their updates look at their financials are they getting better or worse that's a pretty simple one right there if it's getting worse might want to question it a little bit might want to be a little bit more scrutinizing if it's getting better be a little bit more scrutinizing find out why you should know why it's getting better and you should know why it's getting worse that's the soil but if everything is getting stronger and stronger and there's more developments and and the the updates are are getting stronger and the team is getting stronger and organizational uh, pillars are, are being strong then you know even though you don't see the plant you know the root system is strong as fuck and that's where the bulk of your trust is that's where the bulk of your conviction is that's where it's going to lie in the root system shallow roots make dead trees people you want those roots to be strong and deep you want them to run so deep that when that bamboo finally emerges and it shoots up 60 feet in a day, you know it's not going to fall over from a strong wind. It's set. It's set. When you see that giant green candle, you don't smile. Because you know that was to be expected. Everybody around you that just showed up that just got hip to what you already knew two, three years ago, they're going to be the ones doing backflips and jumping out of the window, but you're going to be sitting there like Andy Dufresne with a little smirk on your face, sitting in the shade, watching everybody go crazy, getting drunk. Because you knew. You had the mental fortitude to to sit there, not get caught up in the the waves of the day-to-day, not get caught up in any FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And you kept it pushing. You built your position. You used your supplemental income. And you kept it pushing. Another thing. I see people trading and investing out of desperation. Like I said, man. Why would you take your money, your hard-earned money, no matter how big the amount or small the amount and throw it at a fucking wall hoping that it's going to stick simply because there's a lot of hype surrounding something. Hype is always going to be surrounding something. Like I was, there's so many companies that can, you can start hype with anything and I'm not going to, you know, start naming things because then, you know, I'm going to get a lot of trolls. I'm going to get a lot of people coming at me and this is just this is season one i'm not i'm not here for all that but my point is like there's tons of gimmick companies out there there's tons of gimmicks 
and then you have the real companies a real company is ugly in the beginning ugly because everybody is too busy walking to walk instead of talking they're in motion okay I want a company that works hard because that means my money's working hard I don't want a company that's all flash in the pan, man. I don't want that. You should not want that for yourself either. You should not be gambling on your financial future with a company that's on bullshit. You shouldn't. You want a company that's serious, dead serious about being successful. That means you're going to be successful. Like This isn't not rocket science. I feel like I'm trying to explain rocket science to, you know, a damn wino or something like this is not that hard i'm not i'm not trying to insult anybody's intelligence either i'm saying that there's a lot of people that are rarely that are really intelligent but they're not emotionally intelligent they don't know when their emotions are literally encroaching on their brain and, and building a house on that motherfucker and moving in and kicking their feet up like like keep like your emotions needs to stay outside man stay outside you're on the porch your emotions are like a dog it's like a pet dog man like yeah you get to come in and you get some treats every now and again and stuff like that you get to walk around plop in front of the fireplace when it's cold out there but man when the, hey when everything's smooth and this the weather's mild get your ass out there out there on the porch man you're not coming in today Go out there and chase some rabbits and, and do some, you know, emotional shit. Like, go do that outside. But in here in this house where my brain resides, where my logic resides, I don't need you interfering. You have to have a complete separation from that. And you have to have passion for what you do. You want a million dollars with no plan. That means you have no plan at all. You're gambling. Then go gamble somewhere else. But don't invest in the stock market and then call it trash when you make a trash investment. The stock market isn't trash. It's literally one of the few vehicles that a regular average person can use to become more than average, at least financially. And they can do it in an expedited way. It's one of the few vehicles that you have that you can do that. Where you can you can 10x your money, 100x your money, 1,000x your money. And grow it exponentially. This is one of the few vehicles left that you can do that. So when I hear people say it's trash and it's dead and this sucks. and all, Like, I know, right? You're emotionally driven. And that's cool, bro. But don't blame the whole market for your mistake. Don't blame the market because you're not up to snuff emotionally. Like, keep your shit to yourself. Because nobody really cares. Everybody got a sad story. Nobody really cares. The market especially don't care. Thanks for listening to the Build or Destroy podcast with your host, Anthony Barber Jr.
aka The Builder. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all the tips and tricks you can use to boss your life up. If you're interested in expanding your mind and reaching your definition of freedom and how these ideas and views can be applied in the real world, tap in with us next week. As always, you can head over to www.builderslsb.com to cop some motivation, dope merch, and sign up to our email list. And don't forget to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode, folks. And as always, boss up instead of laying down.